everybody. You are listening to Kikago. Hey everybody, welcome to Kid Goggles, the podcast dedicated to celebrating, discussing, and occasionally ruining all the things you once loved. Uh, I am your host, Matt Guerin, and I am joined, as always, by my lovely co-hosts and best friends, uh, Stacey Lyons. Hey, hey. And Jeremy Keys. What up, world? Yo. <laughs> that was sultry, that yeah, time. That was, oh, yeah, it was a good sultry one. Um, <laughs> we are joined today by uh, my good friend, and she is the Director of Criminal Justice and Reentry Services. She teaches yoga <laughs> and mindfulness to prisoners. And her name is Brie Murphy. Hi. Dang. What's up? Wait, is it, wait, did you take, is it Sardan now? No. no, it's just Brie Murphy. <laughs> I did change my name on my uh, on my voicemail, but only because I wanted to get a cheaper gym membership. <laughs> and I had my dad try to sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like Planet Fitness. Are, I, Planet I, Fitness I, I wasn't. It was like really bougie. And I was like, Dad, can you refer me? It's a PT. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say like I did change it like on my social security, but I don't use it. But just no. on your voicemail. Just, on, your just voicemail. on my voicemail trying to get that free gym. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the benefits of uh, getting married, I guess, or the yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta work it yeah. however you gotta yeah. work it. Yeah, it's gonna be the system. Um, yeah. So, uh, Bree, can you um, just talk to us a little bit about what exactly uh, being the director of criminal justice and reentry services means? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a really sweet title. It's a really uh, official a sounding title. Official. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I it's, just changed it. You're a director, and that always sounds very legit. Yeah, <laughs> no it's, what. it's yeah. a pretty dope nonprofit. Um, we do yoga and mindfulness in prisons, detention centers, like reentry spaces, and also like recovery centers. Um, but I just do the the prison work, and we do the greater Philadelphia area. And so you go around to like different prisons in the area. Yeah, yeah. So we go do anything from like federal, state, you know, county level. Uh-huh. Um, it's like. And do you like teach like classes of like mm-hmm. prisoner and like what what does that look like like what what happens in those? <laughs> yeah yeah so <laughs> tell us about prison <laughs> yeah so it's, it's like a lot of bureaucratic red tape um, cool, cool, I do cool. a lot of paperwork so that sucks yeah uh, but when I get to teach classes it's awesome um, people who most of the time people who come to classes it's just like in the community you know people who come want to come mm-hmm. and so they're going to be into it for and get out of it whatever they want to get out of it so it's more about like building relationships than anything else which all sounds like really corny but it's like super beautiful and i love it so much yeah. <laughs> so, you have prison friends like you have people you see in i mean like my prison friend yeah like i shouldn't say that because that's <laughs> like that's like I mean, we could just oh, say my, friends right? <laughs> oh, oh my friend friends. bobby in prison you know, yeah i mean it's like oh, my prison friend daryl <laughs> I, I do that i categorize my friends. on the off chance somebody googles me and is like listening to me the like fraternization is like a really bad thing but i have a lot of respect oh, okay and, like, yeah. oh, there's i have a lot of res- I can't <laughs> respect for a lot of we'll guys bleep out your name at the top <laughs> yeah yeah no it's like super dope we did a teacher training which was like 200 hours with a group of guys um so they can now teach. And oh, yeah, wow, so I'm really? all about like 
so prisoners teaching prisoners yoga and mindfulness yeah that's awesome yeah so i'm all about like increasing accessibility and like not being an asshole essentially mm. does that also mean when they get out of prison they have like this trade like yep. could they go with that's awesome that's so amazing that's actually yeah. really cool yeah yeah and you said that Thanks. they <laughs> it's just people who want to go go so it's not like a mandatory class for like no okay. yeah i mean there are some youth centers and stuff where mm -hmm. it's like mandatory that you try but those are the hardest classes i think my first my first class like anywhere ever because i've ever since i got trained this is what i've done i taught like teenage boys on ho house arrest who had to come to class i was like i'm gonna die i was like 23 i was like mm, well like, angsty this sucks oh, boy. <laughs> i was like if you hate it i hate it nobody's having fun here like, <laughs> just be mindful breathe. be yeah. mindful no i'm a freaking Concentrate on your breath. <laughs> one of my like taglines was like, "You don't have to decide that you like yoga. Maybe you're just discovering one more thing that you hate. That's cool too. That's true, like, which is just yeah. as important. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you find that like a lot of these prisoners are like really drawn to it too? Like once they try it once, it kind of sticks. Yeah. How long does it take them to get sold on it? Um. Well, I mean, it it all really depends. Like, yeah. you know, because some people go to yoga classes once a year and still like it. Some people go to yoga classes, like, and then become teachers and, like, adapt it as their lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, it's the same. I th And I think that's, like, the biggest thing that in the work that I do is I try to get across. It's, like, it's, like, a community, right? And so you have some people that are doing certain things and some people that are, like, awesome and really into it. Like, it's, like, this. It's the same thing, you know? Like, yeah. some people are, like, super sold and tell me that they've been practicing for, like, 15 years and they're already, like, they've been meditating every day. And I'm, like, I need Whoa. some of your inspiration. <laughs> because, like, mm, so hats off to you. Like, I do paperwork when I wake are up. You, are, you, are you bragging to me right now? Could you stop shoving it in my face? Sounds yeah. like prison's we better than real life. You have a lot of time on your hands. I Must be it. nice. <laughs> Watch Orange is the New Black. I didn't. <laughs> no, no. I was trying to make some comparisons between yeah. what I know about prison. And, did you watch the Office Prison Mike episode? So, Shaw oh, so Shawshank was like true, right? Yeah. 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 So like you're helping people in, you're helping people out, sneaking. Who would in. you say is the red of your prison? <laughs> I don't Morgan Freeman Andy character. Dufresne. Andy Dufresne. I remember the first time. This is just I get to do Morgan Freeman impression <laughs> now. <laughs> Bree has never seen Shawshank. I can tell by the look. Yeah, no, I've never seen. I've like never seen any of these. So you're not watching prison movies. Green Mile. Yeah. Is it just like Green Mile? I saw Green Mile, but nobody turns into moths at the end. I think that's what happens, right? Like, I think somebody. I think that. I read the news a lot, so I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like I know you think you know a lot about prisons, but Stephen King knows way more. In fact, well, let's just get him. Where's him? Yeah, let's He's where you can go. Right we just want to. Yeah, where is him? Where is, where is, <laughs> where, where where is, is him? him? Where's him? <laughs> where's him right now? Uh, how did you like get into like yoga and like? Oh, like cool. Um, so I have anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I have anxiety, and uh, I'm crazy. So yeah, for yeah, real. Yeah, yeah. Most people are, yeah. but my particular I'm brand. I'm right there with you, Bray. <laughs> yeah, soul sister. <laughs> Yeah, hence why I've been saying, like, I'm sweating for, like, the past 30 minutes. <laughs> that makes two of us. It's also hot in here. Yeah, yeah. So cool. It's that, for sure. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. I studied religion at school, um, like, for my undergrad, and 
I was also studying visual anthropology and I was like, yeah, I don't want to do visual anthropology because it basically is just like academics going and looking at people and be like, mm, I know how this works. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, mm, I don't want to do that. So, uh, just sounds like judgment. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, judgment it's like, no, no, this is a social science. It's very objective. Uh. And I'm like, is a human doing it? Because then no. <laughs> Good call. It's like, Good call. Not objective. Just treat. <laughs> you said it to the professor and he just shuts down like, my life works a lot. Yeah, he's like, I have nothing to teach to you. You've already learned it all. And I'm like, I know. Thank you. Um, yeah. So everybody was asking me. I was like working at a cafe and they were like, what are you going to do with your life? With a religion degree. And I was like, oh. Go to heaven, suckers. Yeah, take that, nerd. <laughs> I should say I studied Buddhism. <laughs> so I'm like, I'll be reborn. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I did it to like manage anxiety because I was working full time and I was going to school full time and I was like nannying for like really little kids and I was like mm. freaking the frig yeah. out. Like I was like freaking <laughs> out and I was like, I need to actually do what I'm learning about. So I started doing yoga um, and then I decided I wanted to share it in spaces that it's like inaccessible unless somebody decides to bring it in. So. Mm. That's awesome. This That's is some, really yeah. actually inspirational. Yeah. Oh my God. And uh, if, like, you, if you want to like anything, <laughs> if you want to like get really no. uh, inspired, you you did a TED talk on this, right? Well, I did a TEDx. Right. Yeah. It's, so it's, it's like so cool. Independently organized. But it's still dope. It's dope. <laughs> that counts. That's a TED talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, we'll 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 put that on a. Uh, Facebook and oh, stuff so that people cool. can watch yeah. you. Oh. Yeah. I sweat men too. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's 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 really great and uh, you do like a little demonstration of kind of I guess like very intro level of what you do in those classes and it's it's nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. Yeah, it's cool. People, people, really people cool. are cool. People are inspiring. Yeah. So we all got to do our pot. <laughs> Heard that. Heard that. Yeah. All right. Well, you're not here to talk about what you do. And oh, you go, I wish you were. But. Uh, you are here to talk about uh, the, your, I guess, maybe favorite movie from your childhood. Yes. What about Bob? Yes. What about him? The 1991 so Bill Murray, Richard Dreyfuss movie. Basically, uh, to give you the gist of it. It's probably the most simple plot ever. It's, it's, a, it's a, a psychiatrist. Richard Dreyfuss goes on vacation, and his patient, played by Bill Murray, is a total lunatic, follows him on vacation, and proceeds to ruin his vacation and kind of all his life. <laughs> <laughs> and drives Richard part. Dreyfuss insane. The tables flip. Um, so that's the basic setup of the movie. Um, so when I asked you uh, if you wanted to do this, uh, this was the first thing that came to mind. Why was it the first thing that came to mind? <laughs> well, uh, before, how old were you when you first saw it? Because this came out in 1991, so you were like, how old then? One or two? Like three. Three. Okay. And uh, and so, how old were you when you first math. saw it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I honestly don't know. I don't know how old I was when I first saw it. Um, probably like, I don't know, like seven. Okay. So where 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 were you living like seven like where were you, where was your family born and raised Coatesville Pennsylvania Yo I'm yeah. from Downingtown oh. Guys Shut we're it. high fiving we're high fiving oh. and it, it just Ooh, it was a quiet five it was, it was a, a gentle five. I wanted <laughs> yes. to be a part of it <laughs> uh, That's dope. What's Next Coatesville time. like It's lit <laughs> Coatesville is uh, the poorest city in the richest county in in Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's a very oh. confusing So it's place. wealthy. Yeah. That sounds wealthy No, it's not. No. It's the poorest city. In the wealthiest county, though. Oh, it's... Right, though? Like, doesn't that make yeah, it get, sound like it's still yeah, better yeah. than... 
It's like the worst in the best county, yeah. kind of thing, but like it's still like better no, than it's everywhere like, else. It's but, like, it's like, but it's legit. Yeah, it's pretty it's rough. Legit, yeah. not good. It's, um, well, I mean, yeah. yeah. There's it's, like a part of it that's like nice, though. It used to be like booming. <laughs> it's like an old steel town. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, um, what, like, what, uh, what, so let's say you saw this around like six or seven. What were you, what, were, what was Bree doing at six <laughs> or seven around Coatesville? <laughs> uh, well, so we lived outside the city, so. I was probably like really bothering my siblings <laughs> and like crying about going to school. <laughs> yeah. How many siblings do you have? I have two. Brother, sisters, I older, have an younger. older brother and an older sister. Okay. And so you, you were the, the, the pest of the, the litter. Yeah. I was the babe. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you were, you're bothering them. What kind of things did you like to do? Like as a kid? Yeah, so I have like very limited memories of my childhood. Don't know why it was fine. Like I just like don't just kind of forgot it. Yeah, we kind of remember. It was fine when I didn't black out. Yeah, just like real. I remember I went to Catholic school up until seventh grade, and I swear the only thing I remember is like going to church there mm-hmm. and everybody faking passing out when the incense came out. It was yeah. like really funny. That sounds about right. Faking, yeah. That sounds like my turn. Faking yeah. pass wait, young. faking passing out. What? Yeah, like they would fake pass out because like everybody knows smell. that like the like the frankincense incense yeah. is like uh, wafting in this tiny church in the mm. middle of Coatesville. And they would just fake smell. it just, oh my to, God, I'm so just to get out. Yeah. Oh, just to get out of church? Get out of church, yeah. Oh, okay. In my mind, I thought this was like some sort of like evangelical, like, I feel like the, no. the soul of God. It was Catholic. Like, there's Catholic. no, like, so there's no feel in the soul. We yeah, don't get I, which, uh, which <laughs> I was like, wait, what's going on? I thought it was a Catholic. You know, you guys just like sit there and get sad. I'm going to say I love how many Catholic guests we've had on the show so far. I feel like I can really bring stuff to the table with that. Yeah, like anxiety and guilt. Yeah, exactly. I'm right there with you. Yeah. I'm sure some people the find beautiful things very, about like, <laughs> What about that bread? Am I right? Oh, my goodness. So no, we good. don't even get bread. They're like stale wafers. Yeah. Oh, right. And they taste yeah. a bunch of bullshit. They just kind of melt and you just kind of chew them for I went to a, at the same time. I went time. to Episcopal yeah. Church for a while, which is same. like basically diet Catholicism. And they, with more wine. And they, and they give you just like shitty more crackers. Give you the body. care for it. We had a kid's store. Uh, communion wafers for his grandma. <laughs> he got in so much trouble. He like took the communion oh. and then like stored it for his grandma. I remember that. Stored it? Like, yeah, he, like, like he like took it. Uh-huh. You don't put Jesus in your pocket. No. Oh. <laughs> can't take him oh. with you. You don't but put the body nice in your pocket. Mm. You can't take him yeah. with you. Yeah. Heard that. But the priest will just <laughs> do that. Oh, you can I get the body to go? I would like it a little doggy I'll bag. get the blood yeah, now. But. Styrofoam. Yeah, it's a huge a styrofoam thing with it. just one <laughs> cracker, one tiny yeah. bite-sized cracker in there. <laughs> just like in adulthood, I really admire that kid, though. I'm like, good for you. Yeah. He's yeah. just like, hmm, I'm going to put this in my was, pocket. Wait, I'm, I'm sorry. Home to grandma. His, <laughs> is, so his grandma was at home? Did she not have food? <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> she was probably like sick or old and couldn't make it to church to get the the communion. This is a really maybe nice story she was just lazy. I really have no idea because <laughs> the priest will come to your house to give that to you. If that's like, or really maybe he was flipping it to other churches oh. on a discounted rate. Ooh. Yeah, maybe had a little. Oh man, I let's call him up. Hustler. Do you <laughs> I don't. Do I don't think I remember his last name. I think my sister's. Two like brother-in-law $5. also stored him until he had a bowl of cereal, <laughs> which I feel like is way That's funnier. Worse. That's worse. <laughs> 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 
body body of Wheaties. <laughs> Start your day Wheaties the holy way. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Oh God, that's is that good. a thing? Is that did that come from? No, something? that's just. Yeah, just, just write that down. Write she that was down. channeling. Start she your day the holy way. Now I'm now speaking in tongues. Why haven't they boxed up the body? I feel like they could make some money off the. Somebody's got it over, right? Box up the body. And then what's the, the blood is the wine, right? <laughs> oh, they yeah. sell the blood? They've definitely they boxed the blood. They sell bar blood? <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. Yeah. You, go, you can slap the bag and walk back to your Slap pube. the blood. Yeah. All right, so yeah. you were in church a lot or in Catholic school. <laughs> Sorry to our religious uh, what did listeners. You, <laughs> what, did you, what did you like to do like in your free time and all? Were you like outdoorsy? Were you an indoor kid? Or? Um. Oh, well, I love animals, so I think I was like yeah. You like hanging out with horses begging, a lot, right? Yeah, I was like begging my mom to let me ride a horse. I remember, I remember watching Twenty Twenty as a kid, which I feel like <laughs> what's Twenty Twenty? Barbara Walters. Which I feel like explains a lot. Oh, like, so yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. We yeah, didn't have cable for like a really long time, so I do remember watching Twenty Twenty. And there was this one episode where like somebody had a seeing eye mini horse, and I was like, Mom, Mom, oh, like, yeah. this little horse lives in your house. And it lives till it's forty. Like this is like Whoa. magical. And it leads you around. They live like, till they're forty. Yeah. Was anyone blind? Well, they can live like in your family. No, no, no. I just like wanted to just tell her all of the beautiful experiences that you could have with a mini horse oh, living in okay. your home. Twenty twenty was really a program. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I love that you're watching responsible like yeah. news journalism. Oh, like, I feel like it like really explains why I'm like terrified of everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like normal family. Yeah. <laughs> then one day, mother. <laughs> I feel like they did that on purpose because it was after TGIF, so you'd be like getting yeah. your rocks off with step by step, and oh. the next thing you know, you're yeah, you talking yeah. about horses, and then yeah. you're then you're in it. Well, what were your, sure in it what were you your um, stop. you said you didn't have like cable or at all or yeah. whatever was that like a deliberate choice by your parents were they just like not those kind of people they're just like tv will rot your brain kind of people oh no like they're not like granola or anything they were just like irish working class <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> like we don't need cable we'll get uh, cable yeah. when we want to get cable oh, like cool. <laughs> i respect that yeah. yeah so we had like a yard and stuff we had we used to go sledding down my hill, which led into like a creek and like a little waterfall. Fell in it a couple times. Ooh. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. I fell in cool. some some cold water in the, the winter time. It's not a, it's not a good time. It's not great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but no, it was like a fun childhood. Yeah. Building forts. Ooh. Floor dancing. Yo. I used to floor dance all the time. I, I couldn't. I'll show you later. <laughs> floor dance? Yeah, Is that like gonna, break dancing? We're going to also post this on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I did a lot of floor hockey. Is that similar? My brother and I played floor hockey a lot, which sounds no. both on weird. Floors. All right. To explain floor hockey, so it, doesn't, <laughs> it sounds like gross. It's just you just hit around like a, a like a puck, like a like a foam puck. Wait, but yeah. isn't all dancing on a floor? Yeah. So were you were you on your knees? <laughs> no. That's a good. That's a I good point. Like, explain down. your floor like, dance. Feel the, right? Like feel the energy of the earth. Guys, come out to Coatesville for some floor dancing. Yeah. All right. Coatesville no, I was down. definitely Wait, so it was just rolling Coatesville, around. Coatesville, known for steel and, and floor, floor dancing. dancing. I feel like I'm realizing how much like Adam says that I didn't have a normal childhood. I'm just like, yup. I don't know. This sounds pretty. Like <laughs> I built a lot of weird. forts and yeah. did a lot Same. of sledding and played in the woods and stuff. Those are did the stuff I can on remember. the floors. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah. floor hockey is a great time. I, I did a lot on the floor. Yeah, played with. I, I mean, you say that now, but you haven't seen it yet. So <laughs> did you did you have like toys or anything? Do were you like big into like 
I don't know. Yeah, G.I. Joe's um, like I me. liked Beanie Babies a lot. Ooh. I liked like anything stuffed. Like yeah. stuffed animals were super cool, and like I loved them. I, I really feel like I like prayed for them at night. I love them so much. I really oh, you included them in your like, prayers. Yeah. I did that a little bit. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> very close to free. I feel like very like very similar. Yeah, like I'm finding out a lot of things where I'm like I'd say that. Yeah, if I were on this podcast, it would be like God bless mommy and daddy, my brother, my pets, N- nip zip and then, tip, yeah, and then all tip. of us. Oh, All animal. of my baby cats. <laughs> yeah. who I would They're like <laughs> freaking blessings. Like, right? come on. What was your favorite beanie baby? What was my favorite beanie baby? Oh, man. I don't know. I feel like like beanie babies like broke everybody's brain because it wasn't oh, like yeah. you could have a favorite one. You just want it more. <laughs> I really liked the I little bat, though. I thought the bat, the bat was, was like, really so cute. cute. And then I got a tie-dye the bat, bat one time. Yeah, the bat was really cute. Tie-dye bat? It was like an ombre bat. <laughs> that job was so That doesn't fun. exist in nature. That's what happens when bats get rabies. Oh, <laughs> become tie-dye. That's how you know. <laughs> That's what happens when bats go to Woodstock. <laughs> I feel like I was like setting up just to like be myself <laughs> at some point. Like, yeah. I feel like I make a lot of sense now in recollecting yeah. all the things that I. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, feels it's, good. Yeah, yeah, I feel like you add up now. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. All right. No more yeah. questions. We've We're nailed Brie. All right. Yeah. All right. We, we see you guys. Down. Thanks a lot for having me on the show. It's been really fun. Um, so, what was your what, do you, what are your memories to what about Bob? Why was this? What, what was the significance to? You? So I feel like any time my family was like, "Let's watch a movie," it was like, "Let's watch What About Bob," and we were just like, "Yeah." <laughs> I think that I like first started watching it just to fit in, like to mm. fit in with my brother and sister because I actually hated Bob. Like I hated him. I was like, oh, get it. I this understand. Guy sucks. And then just over time, because mm-hmm. we just knew all the lines and like could say it all together. Like I wish I could call my sister right now. Like get dude. her on. <laughs> Bring her on. <laughs> She's in Scotland. I feel like I'll yeah. <laughs> Oh, I don't yeah. know what time it is there. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Jeremy. Uh, sorry, Scotland. Uh, yeah. Jeremy, shout out to Scotland. Shout out to Scotland. What up, world? <laughs> nice. Got a lot of listeners. People like this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have People a big Scotland. Scotland following. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Me too. So, uh, what, um, so it was your primarily your siblings that were like the biggest fan of this initially or were your like parents real on Yo, board with it's it it's a too? mystery like yeah. we all just watched mm-hmm. this movie like we watched this VHS? movie yeah vhs yeah, upstairs VHS. in the living room yes yeah we would quote it even my dad thought it was hilarious he'd be like crying oh my god <laughs> every time it's just like every single time like you've seen it like 30 times dad and he's still like he's still tearing dead. up at the dinner it's scene it's so funny it's yeah. so funny and my dad is like super stoic and like really quiet mm-hmm. oh is this movie really but, brought uh, him to life but like <laughs> when he tells like really immaturely hilarious stories about like his childhood mm-hmm. you should you should have him on the show yeah, let's get him on <laughs> he let's, ate get a, whole, let's get the whole Murphy clan on <laughs> he ate a actually, cat dad's food really sandwich cool. yeah my dad is super cool, cool. Yeah, uh, uh, he ate a cat food sandwich once, and he will like die telling you that story. Oh, <laughs> he got, I want to see that got, silly side because all I know him is from the speech he gave at your wedding and caused everybody in the room to cry for yeah. like twenty minutes. Yeah, I think <laughs> like, he was definitely channeling like the Holy Ghost there. <laughs> he, was, like, straight, he had some body he in his pocket. Very, <laughs> he was slapping the bag, slapping the blood, <laughs> slapping the blood. <laughs> yep. Uh, hey guys, that's my dad. <laughs> that's crazy. So this was like that was like. <laughs> Uh, but this was like a really like a uh, uh, point of bonding, like familial bonding for you guys. It sounds like. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. really special. <laughs> we brought the whole fam together. Yeah, I remember that it was kind of this and Mr. Mom are like perennially kind of crossed in my brain. Like mm. I, I had, I had always had a hard time remembering which one was which because my grandparents 
both loved those movies so much. And whenever we were at my grandparents' house for like 10 years, we would just end up watching one of those movies. <laughs> so you like, watched What About Bob? I did watch What About Bob this time. And, uh, Wait, no, like growing up? Yeah, I'd yeah. seen What About Bob a bunch and also Mr. Mom, the Michael mm-hmm. Keaton movie a bunch. I don't even think I've seen that. Seen Mr. That. Mom's great. Mm. Michael Keaton kills it. Mm. Yeah, we'll decide. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> next episode and cue Mr. Mom, <laughs> <laughs> listeners, tune in. <laughs> AJ's like, I already got it. <laughs> um, uh, what about you, Jeremy? Had you seen uh, uh, what about Bob? No, this no. was the first time I haven't even heard of this movie. Get the and fuck I am like, out. I love Bill Murray. You lo- yeah, like you're a, a huge big Bill Murray, Murray freak. Yeah. yeah, and I've never heard of this movie. Get the and hell out. I secretly love me some Richard Dreyfus too. Mm. So it was really Don't be treat. ashamed. Those shorts. <laughs> I though. love Dreyfus. Right, God, Mr. Holland's office. Uh, we'll get into it, but he's my favorite part of this movie. Uh, Stacy, what was your experience with Mr. or fucking what about Bob? <laughs> now, multiplicity. Seen, they're forever confused hey, in my brain. I've never seen Mr. Mom. I loved What About Bob. It was another one that like I watched with my family. I don't remember if we watched it frequently like we would with like The Princess Bride, which is how I would describe that. Like we would watch it so often that we would just start quoting it. Inconceivable. Inconceivable. <laughs> but then um but yeah, no, this like held a special place in my heart to the point where like a few years ago I was living in DC and Walker hadn't seen it, who's now my husband, and I made him sit down one day and watch it. And then his roommate walked in as we were watching, and he was like, what about Bob? Great movie. And then, like, left, and he's, like, a hard person to please, and that was, like, a really exciting moment for me. <laughs> and he liked it. Walker really liked it. It was just a, it's a, such a fun, it's so fun. Yeah. It's so fun. Um, were, was your family into, like, Bill Murray and comedies in general, or was it just, like, what about Bob was... Just for some reason, the big hit. Well, Matt, there are two kinds of people in this world. Uh, <laughs> tell me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> those who love Bill Murray and those who don't. That's true. My family I loves him. So, yeah. <laughs> I also love So him. were the rest of his uh, filmography uh, big in the house as well? Like Ghostbusters and... No, Boston it was actually... I just really wanted to quote What About Bob, but it's actually like we just like this movie. Like... That was pretty much it. I don't yeah. know. But I mean, I think my fam, like my parents liked him and watched probably like the more child, non-friendly versions of whatever Bill Murray does. Hmm. Like I saw Groundhog Day. Meh, not a fan. No? But like, I mean, I haven't watched it like in a long time, but. Real truth, I've never seen Groundhog Ooh, Day. Oh, great movie. Andy McDowell, 90s babe. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. What happened to her? Man, that would get an F in IMDb. I just heard about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to the radio when I came in. So I know many topical things. <laughs> just ask. Um, when was the last time, Bree, that you, uh, you, you'd you seen this before? Um, I guess this uh, week. It's been like a while. Yeah. Um, mostly because I don't have a VHS player anymore. Oh. <laughs> um, no, it's I mean, on Netflix. I, yeah, I want to explain something to you. Um, there's now websites you can go to on computers. Yeah. And you type in movies and they are available. Yeah. Yeah, you don't need a VHS. Yeah. So. I made my husband do that. I mean, uh, I he did that last night, so I saw it last night. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Um, been a while. Shout out to Stained. Shout out to... All the Scott Ackerman podcasts I just ripped <laughs> off by doing that. It's in my brain. Sorry. Um, 
yeah, so it's been a, so it has been a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a phrase. I don't know how to not use it. There's um, some time has passed. Would you say like? <laughs> would you say like high school or like college was the? Or oh it no, been it's, it's more probably been like a year and a half or two years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Like it's like not recent. that long okay, ago, yeah, but I don't watch recent. many movies. Yeah. So. Yeah. But what about Bob? Always what about, there. What about Bob? What about Bob? What about, <laughs> what about Bob? Let's talk about how many times they say the title in the movie. It's <laughs> the like title. two. Not enough. It's like two. No. Yeah. And that's no, one no, of my no, delights no, 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 no. is when movies the, say the title. And I counted this. They say it two times. They no. say it once when they're sitting after he falls in the lake. And they're like, <laughs> he apologizes to the family. And they're like, what about Bob? Yeah, Dad, you should apologize to Bob. And then the other time they're in the house and they're like asking the dad, like, no, no, no you're forgetting Faye, about no, when his you, wife, yeah, his wife Faye says it, it at least ten times, what about shouting Bob? at Richard okay. Dreyfus as he like Well, do subtle time. Leading up to <laughs> that, it. and I, I love when the movies. Love when movies. I you do. It just delights me, like not in a way where I'm like, that's good movies, like uh-huh. what good writing. I'm so like. How subtle of them! I just—it's it, one of those things where they do it. And I'm always like, eh. Wait, so when you see Olympus has fallen, you're like, Olympus has fallen. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, I'm excited. I haven't seen. Olympus. Now this movie can really get going. They said the title. <laughs> it's our redemption from Shawshank. Like you love those moments. Oh, yeah. I, Ooh, a little I like just twist love to those moments. Like, it's the just one of those things where you're we like, didn't actually <laughs> say it. <laughs> I just—I truly. It was Anders Shawshank Redemption. It's <laughs> a terrible impression. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So uh, a little background. A little background of this movie. Uh, Gary Marshall was originally attached to direct. Uh, Gary Marshall, the man behind Happy Days and Pretty Woman and oh. Mork and Mindy and also like every rom-com that takes place on holidays now. Yes. So Valentine's Day. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, which is funny, and then and then Woody Allen was asked to direct and play Leo Marvin. No. Which can you imagine this movie with Woody Allen no. playing? You know, I've actually Leo never Marvin. seen a, a Woody <laughs> Allen movie except for Ants. <laughs> Wait, Woody Martin did I, that is a joke in a show. Woody, uh, Michael Woody Scott Martin. also says Woody that, Martin. and that's when I realized that that was the only Woody Allen movie I saw. Is when Michael Scott of the Office is like Woody Allen's movies again. The one I saw was Ants, wasn't it, Michael Scott? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I think so. And, yeah, uh, it definitely was. Yeah, and I also feel the same way. All right, well, Jeremy, could you imagine Woody <laughs> Allen playing? <laughs> Richard Dreyfuss's character. I think this movie would have been significantly worse. I think so too. It would have flopped. Right? He doesn't have the life that Richie Dreyfuss has. Yeah, I mean, Richard Dreyfuss is just so tense and angry the whole time. Like, Woody Allen. Can't, he'll just be like, why is Bob ruining my vacation? That's my terrible way Matt has a paper in front of him that are all the impressions. He can just, work I've into this. List it and out. he's just crossing I can do them Gary off. Marshall as well, but it would just be Paul F. Tompkins doing <laughs> Gary Marshall, so I'm not going to bother. Uh, no, Richard Travis's facial expressions and just like his, his mannerisms in this movie are perfect. perfect. They are just perfect. Yeah. Anyone then, who's ever had any kind of experience where you're just trying to hold it in, yeah, it, it, that's what it embodies. Yeah, and uh, and then uh, Robin Williams was attached early on mm-hmm. to play, which I think would have been to play Bob. To play Bob. Oh, I could have nice. seen. I, I could see that. Nice. Um, I think it would have been a I little it, much. It would have been goofier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Bill Murray improvised a lot of. He this. did. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> and so it would have been a different movie thinking about Robin Williams is because he would have improvised a lot of it. I'm mm-hmm. certain. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And so I'm just trying to think of. 
Well, probably what would have happened is Robin Williams would have actually gotten along with Richard Dreyfuss. Yeah. This movie, <laughs> this movie, Richard Dreyfuss and Bill Murray like notoriously hated each other. Yeah. Like, oh, did, really? Did not get along at all. Like, yeah. Dreyfuss was like not a fan of Bill but Murray. He really? Also, he yeah. also did come out and say like, I have to give him credit because. I did not like working with him. It was terribly unpleasant, but there are still times when he made me laugh yeah, out loud. Yeah. Like, I was still, like, enjoyed what he was doing. And Bill Murray, like, came out on the flip side and was also like, yeah, reading the script, Bob Wiley was not supposed to be as annoying as I made him. Mm. He was like, I made, like, I read the yeah. script and I was like, this needs to be worse. <laughs> so, like, he was basically just trolling Richard Dreyfuss yeah. <laughs> in this movie. Uh, and then Bill Murray was also apparently, like, super difficult to deal with on set. The producer, uh, Laura Ziskin, he, uh, by Laura Ziskin's report, playfully at least <laughs> tossed her into the lake at one point, but then also broke or took off her, like, sunglasses or her glasses and like threw them across the parking lot and was like yelling at her and like threatening her and I was like <laughs> was that also this, playful? I don't <laughs> think that, that part was playful. The toss and lick may have been playful but Bill Murray sounds like kind of a dick. Guys uh, Charlie Corsmo is in this movie too. I, know! I was dude I was waiting to call that out. William yeah, Lichter man. is also this is an origin story. The, I got so excited it's an origin week, story. or two weeks ago we talked about Can't Hardly Wait. Can't Hardly Wait and Charlie Corsmo plays William Lichter the nerd in that movie I and no Charlie Corsmo is the son um Sigmund Siggy in this movie. Uh Yes, that was exciting. I was like, if we research? just get if we just get Hook and Dick Tracy, <laughs> we'll have every Charlie Corsmo movie. So uh that's how I'm booking this show from now on. You, and once we complete it, we're done. We're done. Have you done research on Charlie Corsmo? He's the most interesting person. Uh, yeah, he went to. He became a. He quit after Can't Hardly Wait, and then became a lawyer. Well, he, um, I think he quit well, he before was, then, and then he did like a yeah, like he, that was a reprise yeah. role, kind of for him. Yeah, and then after that, he went to. He, well, he was in MIT when MIT. he went to Can did Carly, Can't Hardly Wait, and then he went to. Yale after that he went to Yale became a law, law professor. That was after he was working at like the the EPA and like for Homeland Security yeah. and like Obama put him on a bunch of like councils and funds and endowments and stuff. Like he's like a brilliant yeah, guy. He's a smart guy. Is he the most accomplished? I think you're, I think already adds like uh, some conservative politics, but I don't really know. But Obama did appoint him to like and some, then stuff, some endowment kind of yeah, or like gave him some funding. I don't know. He's an interesting like this, dude, and he still does like interviews, and they're still funny. And you're like, oh, good I, I feel like this role just like made him really aware of his mortality. He's like, we're all going yeah. to, die. to die. But this is also a time when like child actors had like terrible lives when mm -hmm. they got oh, like yeah. older, and like Charlie Corsmo got out yeah. and was like, no, I'm just. Yeah. Gonna be a fucking he came lawyer. Out and he, was like, <laughs> like, he said, "Like can't hardly wait." Was his most fun filming and being a child actor and filming like what's not fun for him. Yeah, and I he and so he just rocked it. Like yeah. he did what he needed to do. Now he's killing it. Guy. So let's get into it. Um, what? Uh, all right. So, <laughs> uh, so we can. I don't know. Start from wherever. I I I know that the first peak we get of Richard <laughs> Dreyfus in, in his office, you just. I, I was like, this guy sucks. Yeah, like, yeah, immediately. Yeah. Immediately, yeah. Like, you immediately With that bust like, of Sigmund Freud. Uh, and like, so uh, unlikable. Was it a bust of... I thought it was a bust of <laughs> himself. I thought it was a bust of himself. I think it's I a bust of himself. himself. I think so. That's terrible. I'll he is Google officially it. the worst. I'm pretty sure it was a bust of himself. Ray, any thoughts? Um, the expert, was it a bust of himself or was oh, it... Man. I don't know. I was like six <laughs> when I watched it. Give me some lines and I'll know. 
Um, but just just like Richard Dreyfuss's right. laugh, like I mean, he's like <laughs> he's also a hotshot psychiatrist. Yeah, like a hot shot. Like a hot shot. Yeah, is that a thing? The eighties and nineties seem to like love psychiatry movies, yeah. and they seem to at least feel that there was a hot a shot hot world shot. of psychiatrists. He's on the forty fourth floor. Yeah, like, and his his around. office looks like the villain's office in RoboCop. <laughs> like it's just like starkly decorated. <laughs> it's just like angular furniture. It's just terrible. It's terrible. The exposition for this movie happens in the first five minutes, which is another thing I love when you're getting into movies like this. Like you quickly meet Bob Wiley, who's talking to his fish. And you can tell uh-huh. he's crazy. And right. then they cut to Richard Dreyfuss on the phone talking about how Good Morning America is going to come introduce him on his book. And, mm. oh, everyone starts calling you and you're the hot shot. Like, and then you're like, I know what this movie's about. And then they just, yeah. Great. Yeah, they now let's in. play. And then, um, well, so let's talk good. about the, the first meeting between them, the, the interview. Uh, <laughs> 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 or, uh, <laughs> I know that this scene, uh, when Bill Murray just comes in, and that just starts trying to guess the kids' names. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I'm really good at this. And then one of them is Bambi. Bambi. <laughs> He's like Cecilia Dorothy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Kenneth this is Bambi. <laughs> Get up in I'm that mic. Guys, I don't speak into mics ever. <laughs> Sorry. That's, um, that yeah. scene, and he's and Richard Dreyfuss is just looking at him. Yeah. It's a, like again, his facial expressions are. And then he rattles off all of his symptoms. One of them being, some of them being uh, numb lips and fingernail sensitivity. <laughs> Dead hands. Because it starts, it actually starts normally like you know dizziness, nausea, this, this. Yeah. Dead hands, and then he keeps going, and it gets worse. So yeah, I think I think they. <laughs> I mean, listening to all of that, though, I remember thinking, like, that's not that crazy. Like, I think about dead stuff. That's like, I have that. I have dead hands. But when he's talking about, like, what if there's, a like, a bathroom isn't around and, and my bladder explodes. explodes. You know, I've yeah. thought about I've that, thought about that. Yeah. at yeah. least That's the thing about Bob Wiley is that he's sure. not that fucking crazy. He's not that he's crazy. Like, he, when he's walking through <laughs> the New York streets and getting on New York elevators and worried about germs, that's how I feel every time I'm in New I York would City. Say this, that's why I don't live in New York City. I would say this movie portrays... Uh, Bob Wiley as inconsistently crazy. Oh, he is at times a fucking lunatic. <laughs> Sometimes and he just time, shakes it. But then he gets committed and he can just all of a sudden charm every uh, <laughs> I, see, every psychiatrist I and psychologist in the hospital. I only thought of him being crazy when he's in New York. I thought it was a very situational neur- neuroticism, which is how I feel in New York. Like I think the second he just stepped out of this like not-so-city, hectic, germy anthrax subway nightmare <laughs> and went to like one like one of Basagi, he was just like oh yeah this isn't so bad so you think Bob Wiley's <laughs> behavior <laughs> in Lakewood of Basaki is normal yeah like I didn't think uh, the family thought that <laughs> Stacey, too Stacey. to be honest the only person who didn't oh, no. think Bob Wiley was normal in Lakewood of Basaki was Richard Dreyfus, who was just frustrated that he was there he charmed the family he was no, see the, oh, but that's the, that, that's I the thing. Like, with his behavior was not normal, and the way people responded to it makes them seem crazy. What exactly, this fam- his family is insane. No, they are insane. no, I totally disagree. No, this with you. is. This, I totally well, disagree. First of all, how old is Bob Wiley? I'm gonna say. So. I would believe Jewel. anywhere from thirty to fifty-five. I'm gonna say thirty-five because he was married and divorced. Okay, so Him? this, oh, that so this also 30, a great scene. This family is insane because this 35-year-old man follows <laughs> his psychiatrist 
across states <laughs> and then proceeds to stalk and spend his time in this family's house uh, uh, not leaving, not taking any hints uh, at all. And this family is just like, He's a charming guy. No, even sweet though. Don't forget his like original psychologist. His original psychologist was like, I'm quitting psychology. I got this guy for you. He's totally fine. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's a normal family reaction because, and I'm gonna say, no, because this they, they should know to, he is a goddamn doctor. This is a breach of to, fucking yes, like etiquette. Is. And like, if this guy comes to my house when my family's on vacation, we're calling the cops. Right? Yeah, he's if gonna he, kill he just all of us. To yeah. chat, he this is a man who faked suicide. He faked a suicide and impersonated a police officer, which is a lunatic. In a trench coat. Lunatic. He's a cry for help. in a trench coat, which is how he got away with it. Which I'm pretty sure. The, the badge so he uses is a blue shield, a blue cross blue <laughs> yes, shield it's, it's on a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a psychopath. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, and then he marries. He I'm marries saying, his sister. Yeah, he is. That's messed up. He is crazy. His sister is insane, too. They're Richard all crazy. Is, 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 she's like, I don't know what his problem is. Bob! It's Bob! He just attacked Bob. The problem is Bob. Like, I can't understand what his problem is. But he's the only one who has a problem with Bob. So that also says maybe there's something about Richard Dreyfus. Look, if Richard Dreyfus the only one who has a problem with this There person. is something wrong with Richard Dreyfus by the very end. Richard Dreyfus goes very insane. It gets very dark. Very insane. Very he at insane. one point entertains cannibalism. <laughs> <laughs> It's like after he like ties him up with the the, the bombs, he's just sitting alone in the dock, going. He's like, I'm gonna blow up Bob, and then maybe I'll eat Bob. No, it's too far. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the voice that he has now when he goes crazy. Yeah. Hilarious. Oh, hilarious. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, uh, AJ, do we have the clip where he yells at uh, in the car? Did I pull that clip at all? Uh, my my the part I think I laughed hardest in this movie is when Richard Dreyfus screams at uh, uh yes play that one real quick. So uh, Bob <laughs> had just Richard Dreyfus had just had to pull Bob out of the uh, uh, the psychiatric institution because Bob conned his way out of it and so then uh, Richard Dreyfus is driving home with Bob just fuming mad. This and is like so this, fifteen minutes to the end of yeah. the movie. Fruitful. But it lacked the intensity that you and I generate together, the sparks that we get one on one. We just got to figure out a way to work around your schedule. <laughs> Can we work afternoons? Two to four, three to five, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday? Yeah! <laughs> Here it is. Are you saying you'd rather work mornings? He <laughs> doesn't even it's say very, words. They're like George Costanza. Yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. It is sort of like George Costanza. Get out of here! Uh, I love that. So that's what. That's like really when he gets pushed over the edge. Okay. Uh, yeah, Bob is then, crazy. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna defend. You're that. coming back but, to. No, I'm gonna say Bob. I'm just trying to say. I think New York exasperated his conditions. Well, yeah, I mean, if he's like a germaphobic kind of guy, yeah. I guess it probably would. But can we also talk about the zaniness of this music? Like, oh, the yeah. first half of the movie talk. seems like really like dark, but it's just like it's a lot of it's a lot of flutes and bass, <laughs> a lot of bass. It's like a tuba in there. 
<laughs> and just watching Bob try to get on the elevator, and he's like, "Oh my god, it's uh, yeah, such good physical comedy! Yeah. If you can just pull it up on and Netflix then they just and watch him, it, they just have him screaming just... on the way, the way down. <laughs> I yeah, dead hands. Um, oh, can we talk about? Uh, Oh well, first of all, Coach McKay from the Mighty Ducks too yes. is, yeah, in, this is in this movie as the daughter. She is she's playing the daughter Anna, who's probably supposed to be like sixteen, mm, seventeen, yeah. maybe. She's, she's twenty six. The actress is twenty six <laughs> at, at the time. time. Mighty Duck D two came out three years later, and she's like a full grown adult <laughs> in that movie. I mean, if someone propositioned me to play a sixteen year old, I'd be like, yeah. Well, it's going to be in a Bill Murray with Richard Dreyfuss. So, you know, he's an Academy Award winner at that point, so it's a it's a big op. Oh my <laughs> Big get for big. Get. <laughs> um, she also says to her dad at one point, which is so concerning, when he's talking about how to set up the fireplace for the Good Morning America interview, and he has like the bust and the I rifle. Love and this she, line. Goes, she goes, I, "Dad, I told you, I like the rifle. I think it's a symbol of virility." <laughs> virility. <laughs> which is what she says to her father. Uh, yeah, I love that. I wrote down that line. That's so like, good. Oh, yeah. She reads clearly. <laughs> she yeah. reads, yeah, yeah, and and then both the kids' names are named after psychiatrists or Sigmund is Sigmund Freud and, and Anna's Anna Freud I think or the child psychologist I oh know. I didn't that's funny yeah and it was like a little to me I was like a little on the nose <laughs> is it actually that like crazy to be a psychiatrist like child do you think their lives yes. are like that? Yeah. Like the whole puppet thing? Yo, let's talk yeah. about that was the puppets. That never gets brought shit. back. Those puppets are a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> that is awful. Not here, daddy. <laughs> Yo, but that's the only time that gets brought up. That's the only time. <laughs> the only time he tries back. to talk to his daughter, though. I, I guess. Oh. But uh, to me, that movie read as, because uh, the director of this movie is Frank Oz, who is the voice and puppeteer of Yoda, and also <sighs> Fozzie Bear and Stop. Piggy, and directed like Muppets in Manhattan and stuff before this. <laughs> and uh, so to me, this is just Frank Oz. He's like, Gotta get some puppets. Yeah, yeah let's get I some gotta puppets. show the utility of puppets. <laughs> puppets are still They're relevant, useful. and we're gonna show you why. Because <laughs> it never, it doesn't, it comes up so out of nowhere, and then it never comes back. It's and just then the they, father talking them on to his the, daughter. He did have them on the mantle. Yeah, they were on the mantle. Oh, that's they what were. those were. Yeah, oh, yeah and being terrifying on the mantle. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's what a good likeness of your family. <laughs> you I did love when Bob was sailing though, and he's just. He's yelling, I'm sailing. I'm sailing. No, the best line that I still quote to this day is when he's talking to Siggy after he sailed, and he goes, I just let the boat do all my work. That's, that's, the, that's secret. the secret. Yeah, that's the secret. <laughs> I just let the boat. And he's strapped onto the yeah. stern. I don't know boating terms. Uh, the the mass. The helm. I think it's the mass. The that's the yeah. thing. Is Bob crazy? Does he have the mind of a child, or is he just an asshole? Like what that's is the like, thing? He's ever because at one point he's going. At one point he's going. Give me, give me, give me. I want, I want. And it, it, that was gross. That was so <laughs> I did not gross. care for that. Yeah. I was like, Bill Murray is yeah. a hard looking. <laughs> Fifty-year-old looking man, and he's just like give squinting me, and just going, need, give me, give me. and his like chiclet teeth are like. <laughs> I did not like it. Oh. It was uncomfortable. It was very. But that's the only point where he becomes like infantile, yeah. and like the rest of the time he's just kind of being a dick. <laughs> just a dick. I don't yeah. think he's, he's being so nice to the family. He's like, "You look young in that picture," and even Faye like walks away. She's think I do look young in that picture, and he's definitely like complimenting people and making them feel good about themselves. That yeah, seems like he's a, a hero. Yeah. Being a dick to Dreyfus. <laughs> like, he's not it seems to be pretty. A dick I don't know how calculated it is, but like, he wins over the family so that Dreyfus can't get him out easily. He seems <laughs> like I some didn't sort think of that mastermind. That was that manipulative. I don't think, no, I don't think so either. But 
And look at the Good take... Morning America interview. He was just singing his praises. Let's talk about the Good Morning America <laughs> interview. So good, the, it's all leading up to this, is the Good Morning America interview at Lake Winnipesaukee, which no other psychiatrist has ever <laughs> had Good Morning America come to their house before. No. It is a big deal. It's a hot shot. For his book, Baby Steps, that just came out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Good Morning America comes over. Uh, my, f- I, I, I honestly didn't crack up that much during this interview, um, but I did die when Richard Dreyfus. When they stand up, and then yes, yes, yes. and then the the producers like <laughs> waving to like for Dreyfus to sit down, and just his face staring at him, and he slowly, slowly like loved that part. Um, yeah, what That's are your, the best part. Yeah, I think that. Was, and then part, and then, and then, then he calls him boob. When they're <laughs> when they're also like it, asking Bob to come inside and do the interview with them. And he's just standing in the doorway. I don't know why, but I was just laughing so hard at that. Yeah. Oh, first of all, in that in part of that Good Morning America crew, Reggie Kathy yes! is in this yes! fucking movie. Norman from Norman the goddamn Wire. I was like, yes. He's like the producer of Good Morning America. He's yeah. so young, yeah. And then he joins Tommy Carcetti's team. Yeah. For better or for worse. For better or for worse. Yeah. But I, I don't for know. Worse. That just got me stoked. Bree, what were some of your favorite moments in this movie that we haven't touched on yet? Mm. Well, that. That entrance interview, though, just never, never gets yeah. old. I like when he's getting on the bus. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then the bus all cheers when he leaves, too. Yeah. <laughs> Gil. Gil is such a wonderful little person. Oh, present. his fish? That yeah, fish yeah. has fish to be dead at that with. point, right? No, I mean, he's really in trouble. I love when he's in the diner and he's like, oh, yes. get a bowl. He's screaming. He's, he's about, so mad He's right about to scream. <laughs> I'm just yes. sorry, y'all. He's such a good dad to Gil. Yeah. <laughs> he talks to Gil the way I talk to my cat. Find a lot of relatability with Bob Wiley. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a little scary. Yeah. Yeah. I've got to get freaked up. She's like, let's humanize him. Yeah, yeah. I he's am not a bad guy, guys. My favorite, going back to that entrance interview, I think uh, I love when Dreyfus is like, I think I have a copy of my book somewhere. And there's, <laughs> there's a whole row of his books. And he like coyly like, tries to look <laughs> for it. He's like, oh, <laughs> Twenty nine so ninety nine for the book. That's so good. Or when he can, when he tells him why his wife divorced him, and it just uh, blows his yeah. mind. Yeah. He's like, I left her because there's two types of people in this world. <laughs> Is it Paul Simon? Those who Neil love Diamond. Neil, Diamond. Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond. And those and who don't. Yeah. <laughs> Which. I guess it's true. No, that's definitely true. <laughs> definitely true. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah that's definitely a favorite. Yeah. I also just really like the opening scene because I can like super identify with affirmations. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel I feel great. I feel great. I feel wonderful. I feel wonderful. And it just gets louder and yeah. louder. Yeah, I love when the, the, like, the crazy, the other crazy guy walks by and the guy's like talking to himself and Bill Murray's just like, I feel good. I feel good. I feel Oh, yeah, good. can super identify with hypochondria. Yeah. <laughs> so if I fake it, I don't have it. Yeah. All the words he shouts while yes. while pretending to have Tourette's are so Tourette's benign. Yeah. Numb nuts. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That, that's the one I remember most. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Numb nuts. The whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah, yeah I love it. Well, I hate, but also love his relationship with Ziggy. I love it. Yeah. Super weird, but it's also so weird. awesome. <laughs> That's another crazy thing. Why are you going to put this guy in a room with your son? Yeah, that was weird. This is a fucking forty-year-old stalker. No. I'll be, I'll be peace, and I'll be quiet. Put him on the couch. Or like my favorite when he just starts laughing into that. the pillow, and then I, I was laughing sucks. because in my mind, I imagine that being improv because of Bill Murray's reaction of just like laughing into the pillow was so natural of him mm. just like trying not to laugh, and then Richard Dreyfus just gets. Like, his face gets red when that happens because he's so mad. Yeah. And it's, like, objective. Like, oh, I thought real. that was, like, objectively funny. Yeah. I was like, that's a good line. Yeah. <laughs> well, well done, Ziggy. 
can we also talk about one of the victims of this movie being the woman who was manning the phones? The switchboard operator. Yeah, the switchboard <laughs> operator. <laughs> Bree thought you were going somewhere. Going somewhere else. <laughs> no, 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 Same thing. Yeah, that lady. Yes. But never mind. Who, who, who do you think's the real victim of this movie? <laughs> the lady who wanted to buy the house. Well, that. Oh, uh, let's talk about this. I didn't get this. that because that's like they're pretty irrational that they're upset about that. Yeah, right? I, I agree. Yeah, I don't just, think they had a right to be upset. Yeah, just buy the house. If you can buy the house, if you can't, someone else is going to buy the house. Yeah, like, that's know. how that's how oh house sales work. Like I sympathize, but you don't have a right to like hold it against these people that like. You can be like bummed about the situation. But it's not like he sw- he swooped in purposely, being like, "Oh, they had a down payment on it. I'm gonna pay you more and steal it out from also, you." He just bought a yeah. house. He bought Let, a house. Doggy dog world. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about this Statler and Waldorf like substitute <laughs> diner couple <laughs> that were like vaguely German. German. Yes. What was the deal with that? <laughs> they seem to be the owners of the diner at the beginning, but then the rest of the movie they're fishing. <laughs> they're not <laughs> stopped. <laughs> Except for the one scene when they're on the couch watching TV. That's all they do. Yeah. Yeah, that one time. They're never at the diner again. That diner is out of business. (laughs) business. (laughs) Because no one's manning it. They're pretty old. No one's They were very old. They had no reason for money anymore. I guess. They they can't even buy the house they want. Richard Dreyfuss with his New York job on the 44th floor just came in and swooped in. Well, they were also so happy when it exploded. And it's like, if that's really your dream house... Why wouldn't you be like, oh my god? These people were psyched. They were, they were so happy. Far. They were so happy when the uh, house exploded at 10 p.m. on night, <laughs> and they are on the river. <laughs> like, these people what are crazy. The fuck. Yeah, they were, crazy. Yeah, they were not okay. And they're like, yeah, good job, Bob. It's like Bob almost murdered a family. He had no idea they weren't home. <laughs> no idea. He had, he had no, no idea they were. It was live ammunition. Because he's insane, Stacey. <laughs> that is a way this more insane crazy. thing to do, to strap someone with combustibles and leave them in the forest and it's than more... to assume that someone's actually trying to kill you. It's way more insane to do what Richard Dreyfus did. But it's equally as insane. It's to... equally as insane to not... <laughs> Pick up on all of these context <laughs> yes. clues and just drop Richard off Dreyfuss these bombs. Richard Dreyfuss is holding a shotgun house. to him. Yes. Also, oh. yes, I can see all this. When Richard Dreyfuss is in the sporting goods store and he's, he's like, he looks at <laughs> guns, guns. goes too messy. Goes <laughs> bow to and a arrow. bow and arrow. Uh, not painful <laughs> enough. <laughs> Love it. He's a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes to then he goes to stump tree explosives. Guns are too messy. Tree explosives, fine. fine. <laughs> that that is perfect. That's what. But that's he's a good after. point. Did he did still has a gun anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm sorry. I think if you were going to be shot with a bow and arrow, that's way more that's painful very than painful. immediately exploding. Just that's as, very yeah. it like expands in you. That's very yeah. painful. Yeah, look at Baromir. That's true. Well, Barmir is the case for it not being that painful. Yeah, he no, he kept going. Like, he took three, but it was it was a hard struggle to breathe by the end. But he was still swinging. But he, he was, was still that swinging. Was just he took down they like took five the urukai after that. They took the that. little ones and they had to drive. But if not, you're yeah. shot with an arrow and you just it's hurt. God, painful <laughs> scene. That begs the question though. Can we like, just get a do, moment of silence for Barmir real quick? Give it up for Barmir. All right, that was a good 30 <laughs> milliseconds. milliseconds <laughs> but, but that begs the question, did all the things that like Bob did, did, did that warrant like Richard Dreyfus going that no, insane? No, it didn't. And that's right. what, that's here's, what here's, aligns me to Bob. Here's what I want to track. I don't um, agree. Because my sympathies at one point changed 
in this mm. movie. Did anybody else's sympathies like? Because at first they were with Bob, like oh, Bob's absolutely. like a funny guy. But at a certain point, though, I was with Dreyfus. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> By the end, I was like, Dreyfus is making perfect sense. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. See, and, like for me, it was yeah. For me, at the beginning, I was like, this is out of line. Like he came to his vacation house. Like Richard Dreyfus is right to be mad about this. Mm-hmm. But from then on out, I was like, he's being a fine house guest. Like, why is he getting? so overly mad like i did not think his reaction yeah let, let's were let's hear him being a fine house guest because this is a scene where my my sympathies started to turn oh, absolutely because uh yeah bob's a real great house guest when he's uh, at dinner eating dinner with the family oh, on I the porch l- let's just hear i don't know 45 I seconds he of was this. a fine house guest at this point mm. 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 That is so mad right now. Mm. This is not mm. okay. It's not okay. This is nice. He's no. complimenting her. No. This is the part where my dad tears up. Mm. This is one of the best lines. Mm. Mm. It's been 30 seconds. Mm. 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 <laughs> Just licking a cord. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Mm, Faye, this is so scrumptious. Is this hand shot? <laughs> <laughs> He's insane. He's insane. No, the if, if you're, so, like, no. I laugh at that. The family, if someone came to my house and was doing that, my reaction would be laughter, not just like my reaction hatred. would be get the fuck yes. out. And I think that's what this says about me and you too. And Richard Dreyfus did do an interview where he was like, "Oh, I get people coming up to me all the time, being like, I identify so much with your character in this movie. Yeah. No one wants to identify with Bob." And I read that, and then I watched this movie again. And I was like, no, I disagree. I think that his reactions were totally unwarranted. Bob ruins this guy's life. Yes. He ruins his entire if career. If he just was chill about it, it wouldn't have ruined it. Would ruin, you like, be chill about life? your patient coming to your no, house? No, like, no. Okay. Ethical, like he could lose his fucking license <laughs> from all Good Morning of America. They were thrilled he was there. No, he should not have been there. Have that was not there. a good idea to per- a person yes, who's I been his patient for less than... Uh, less than like two days at this point. I agree. He should agree. not have been. And he inserts himself into his family. That's a terrible idea. I agree, yeah. but don't you think if he had just taken his calls at the beginning, this office? He's on vacation. He's on vacation. He's on, he, this guy. Vacation no, this guy fakes suicide. Yes, you do. Doctors take vacations all the no, time. No, they the don't. Time. They actually yes, they don't. Do. Unless you're like an orthodontist, you really don't. If you're on call and you work at a hospital, like my it's hard my aunt and uncle are psychiatrists and psychologists. They go to Aspen constantly. Okay, well, that, that says a lot about them. Guys, they are kidding. great. They are. I'm sure they are. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> but if you go, if you have an accident on Christmas and you're hanging lights and you fall off the roof of your house, you go to the hospital and there will be a surgeon Bob, on call. But Bob wasn't having like a any sort of emergency. This he guy, having guys, a mental guys, I just, emergency. I just want to say my therapist. <laughs> oh. Seriously though. <laughs> When I call my therapist uh-huh. on the voicemail, it says, if this is a medical emergency, call 911. Right. Well, yeah. Right? Every, yeah, every doctor. Boundaries, yeah. man. Boundaries. Yeah. He my, was not having a medical emergency. I text my therapist. He She's was always just, available. I have her cell number. Your therapist has <laughs> terrible boundaries. <Yeah. laughs> it's also just think about like that one person you really <laughs> just we've, like. We've got yeah, to, I think we've got to why Stacey identifies so much with that. <laughs> She's like, my therapist is always in there. So, I, I vacationed I to, with her last week. Yeah, I went to Norfolk and we had a great time. <laughs> we went to her parents' house. It was She's great. Texting she did him have right hand chucked cord. I, I call her sister my aunt. <laughs> <laughs> 
sorry. Yeah, guys. no, it's um. <laughs> Someone needs to speak up. For, what about Bob? Someone needs to speak up for what Bob are you, are you is going happy? through. Yeah, you got that out. I feel are you really happy good now? About that. I actually feel really good. Boundaries, man. Now, see, this is all right. So that dinner scene is when my sympathies were like. I think I'm leaning towards <laughs> Dreyfus now. He saved his life. What? At the dinner scene. That was also the reason why he I don't know that he was choking, though. <laughs> like, it's... Because he was he was able to breathe, and when you can't... Uh, when just, you have something in your throat... It's just bad acting. It's just bad. Hey, <laughs> that's Dreyfus. But it's one of my favorite lines in this whole movie, and one that my mom, I know, is delighted by, is when he's on the couch... And Bob is just jumping on with yeah. his knee, and he goes, "Hit him harder, Dad! Yeah, hit him with your knee more." My mom loses it; she starts crying. Oh uh, man, I, yeah, I mean that was funny. And oh, how Bill Murray did not break when Dreyfus was trying to wake him up. <laughs> yes, that's so oh, real. Cock the doodle do. I'm gonna start doing that to wake yeah. people up. Unreal. I did. I did like a short like sketch where I had to. I was playing asleep. I wasn't even trying to be woken up, but I could not stop breaking, just trying to be asleep. <laughs> and how Bill Murray manages to do this <laughs> while Dreyfus is shoving him, <laughs> yelling the most nonsense bullshit. Um, amazing. Props to Bill Murray for that. Love that scene. One other little through thread that I just loved was the toothbrush thing. About He's like, have you seen my new toothbrush? Bob is brushing his teeth. And then like five minutes later, it's unaddressed, but he's but then Richard Dreyfuss is back to brushing his teeth with, teeth his, with his finger. And then the next morning, he's like, he's a great man. He let me sleep in his pajamas. He he lent me his toothbrush. And they're on live TV. And Richard Dreyfuss's face, as he realizes he took his toothbrush, is perfect. It's so it's, again, it's just a silent, like, slow head turn to look at him. I yeah. loved the toothbrush. I love when Dreyfuss uh, backs away. Um, after the the Good Morning America interview, and they're all out taking pictures on the steps, and he just he slowly drifts back into the darkness, like Homer Simpson into the bushes. Like he's just like take a picture, and he's like, no, no, no. Loved it. And then that whole scene afterward, he's like, he's like, Bob's not gone. That's the whole point. He's never gone. And he opens the door. Dumber is like, there is this some sort of new therapy technique? And slams it. Great comedy. Just well done. Just well just done. Well just done. well done comedy. And right I, there. I do think this stands up. What like this was made in 1991, and because none of this was really like it wasn't like we talked about. And can't hardly wait when they're locked in the bathroom, and if they just had cell phones, this would be resolved. There's not a lot that dates this movie, other yeah. than like this. There's also the, the, not the like clothing, a heavy E6 really. soundtrack behind yeah. <laughs> it to really put it. He in does the have like that phone when he's trying to contact Dreyfus that has like this yeah. sort of like yeah, compartment on it so you can hold it on your shoulder. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing. but be, be, because there's so little technology. In this takes place and vacation at a lake it, it stands up i think a little yeah except for when anna was like i've tried on all of my clothes trying to get ready for good morning america and then comes out in a pale powder blue t-shirt with pale overalls over it <laughs> and, and Faye is like yes. in this stunning like housewoman's dress for the time and uh, you're like we... who picked these outfits yeah. uh, richard Dreyfus's shorts are shorter than oh this. my god Dreyfus's shorts. shorts oh my god he's wearing he's wearing six inch shorts and then i don't know 14 inch <laughs> socks those socks are amazing it's like he's about to play soccer oh it's phenomenal i, lo I love the bucket hat too yeah. Yeah. and i love Killing bill murray's it. shirt oh my god uh, don't hassle don't me don't i'm local yeah God, I would wear that every day in my life. Uh, but Dreyfus's outfits, you can. I love. I also, <laughs> I also loved his wife Faye's outfits. Like, I have just, she is just head to toe pleats. Like she is, 
covered in pleats. Her dress for Good Morning America is beautiful. And then for the birthday party, she's somehow in like a turtleneck and giant pink bulky sweater. And you're like, just wear the one nice dress that you oh, brought man. on vacation. It's a I also nice wanna, dress. I also want to talk about Faye for a second. Um, I forget Julie the actress's Haggerty. name. Julia Haggerty. She seems like an android trying to pass for a real person. <laughs> I, I love her. She's like, I, I think you're just, you're being too hard on him. I love Leo, he's, he's fine. I'm like, are you a person? Like, she is, she is frustrating. perfect for this role, though. Uh, but her character gets no, like, she is just, I, I don't know. This movie is now, what, like 20-something years old? Someone do the math for me. No. Uh, 25. 25 years old. She was recently in an episode of New Girl, and she looks, looks e- amazing. She looks exactly the same. She has not aged. Who was she in New Girl? She was in the newest season with the one with Taryn Killams in it and uh, Henry Winkler. It's a, it's a fine oh, episode. I got to catch up on New yeah. Girl. Mm-hmm. But yeah, did not care for Julie Harris. Well, like I, I, I kind of liked it. I don't know. It was I just, it. I was just like <laughs> so much. I can't tell if this is a character choice or just like <laughs> terrible acting. I wasn't sure what was going oh, on. I liked it. Uh, but I think uh, the, the, oh, the moment that really uh, turned me fully on board with Dreyfus was after Dreyfus, like we heard in the clip, abandons Bill Murray on the road, and then uh, Dreyfus gets pulled over, and the Bill Murray drives by <laughs> having hitched a ride with somebody and just goes, can you get him home safe, officer? He needs to be home by 7. I was like... Fuck you. <laughs> such a dick. Fuck you. Like, oh my God. He, orcas- he goes, he gets committed, and then cons his fucking way out of it by telling, like, bad jokes <laughs> to these psychiatrists and psychologists. And then he just fucking rubs it in Dreyfus's face. Bob's like, kind of I'll a piece s- of shit. Yeah. I never he, thought Bob he was a real shit. piece of shit. It's but a total, thing- I'll oh. see you at home, oh, like, yeah. moment. Yeah. Like, but the thing is, is Bob isn't self-aware enough, and that's the yeah, whole reason. Yeah, he's not malicious. He's yeah. not yeah. doing it maliciously. I feel like it's just, like, a, uh, what's that called? A magnifying glass on like all the different conditions that you could have to be like a crazy person. Like Dreyfus obviously loses his mind because he bottles it all up mm-hmm. and is like this asshole right. psycho- yeah. psychologist. I don't know why I can't get that right. I don't know if he's a psychologist or psychiatrist. Like, he's a therapist. If he's a, <laughs> if he's a doctor, right. if he's a doctor, he's Oh, I don't know. Well, it Guys, if, he's if he can prescribe med- if he can prescribe medication, he's a psychiatrist. Right. right. He anyway, can prescribe his I don't book. know if he. I don't know if he did. <laughs> he, pres- he, he prescribed a uh, take a vacation from your yeah. <laughs> problems. Yeah. Problems. <laughs> problems. I'm gonna take a vacation to wink. <laughs> I love that his book too, Baby Steps, is just like I don't know a ton about like OCD, but isn't that like basic like OCD treatment of just like just take like literally just like take it one step at a time like if you can make it to the door of your house you're doing good like and then just take one step out of that hallway he yeah. founded that like, I mean I don't know how you baby stepping around the office was unnecessary but amazing baby steps to three o'clock I'm on a baby schedule Bob <laughs> yeah. I, like, first, really you, you watch this movie and you're like this might be a problematic display of mental illness oh, but yeah. it's also kind of like reassuring in a very silly, lighthearted way where you're like, yeah, like if you do have serious problems, like you can do things to get out. Like it's all on a spectrum. Especially with that zany music behind it. (laughs) We're going way deeper than they ever intended. (laughs) We're like mental health guys. It's, it's just fine. a silly movie. And I can't usually We're watch... We're doing the work. I can't, I can't normally watch I movies... <laughs> I don't watch movies like this often because I am a very anxious person. I get very frustrated. And this was one that didn't frustrate That's me That's so much. surprising. I was I watching it and I was like... I was watch like, 
Meet Stace the Parents. Stace is probably losing her. No, yeah. I can't like, watch Meet the Parents. I, I get can't. really frustrated watching I've watched Meet the Wait, Parents like one and a half times. This is basically Meet the Parents. And I can't, like, I, it makes me too uncomfortable to watch. Every, he blows up this beautiful and house. And I think when <laughs> like, I was younger, like, that this did, that did frustrate me more. But, like, going back and watching it now, like, I'm just more able to be like, and maybe it's because I'm more maybe medicated you can now. Text, maybe it's because <laughs> you can text your therapist. Yeah, maybe because I'm getting treatment for, my, for myself. You're, like, you're watching this being like, thank God I can reach my therapist at any point. I just thought it was so much more funny now. And maybe I'll go back and rewatch Meet the Parents and let you guys know if it was just a one-off. But mm. I... Yeah, I feel like it had like the dynamic of all those 90s comedies. Like I kept thinking about like Adam Sandler movies. Like they're mm. all kind of like this like Happy Gilmore. Like he's a crazy yeah. person, but everybody else... Except for like the antagonist, like thinks he's just like great, and he's just yeah. like, and there's yeah, like, physical and, and comedy, and like there's yeah. smart comedy, there's, <laughs> there's unintentional comedy. <laughs> I like that they gave you an option of like who to like. Yeah, yeah. that's true. We we've had true. a good debate over who's better. Yeah. <laughs> Matt's just been glaring at me with uh, his dead eyes. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> Dreyfus. He's it's no Dreyfus. I'm Dreyfus Bob Wiley. Matt Dreyfus is with that. I'm just. Him off. You, I, you're going to put me in a catatonic state. AJ's <laughs> Marry my brother, <laughs> and I'm going to shout at the wedding. No, oh, we're just going to go here back. Like now, it's fine. Yeah, fine. everything's wrong. Also, <laughs> also, if you are still like mentally ill and in a wheelchair, you can wear something better than yeah, right? yeah. a bathrobe no. to your sister's yeah, he had, wedding. Yeah. <laughs> he could not be bothered to get dressed <laughs> up. <laughs> Uh, poor Dreyfus like Dreyfus was without a doubt like a dick he yeah, just didn't he deserve sucked, though. he didn't like, deserve what happened if he was even set up as being a dick that like he was never likable to me and if I can't like him then I'm not gonna sympathize with him he lost I think maybe it all, I liked though. him just because I thought Dreyfus I thought Dreyfus was the funniest character in this movie I laughed way more to Dreyfus stuff than yeah. his Del Murray stuff unbelievable like perfect. he just bottles that rage up so yeah. good. Oh, when he dives at Bob and they like yeah, and that one so shot, he's so just like supermaning across. <laughs> Bits like that. I don't know. I used to, I think I used to hate those, but now I'm just like, I this is so this. stupid. And I'm just like, crack. When he's realizing up. Bob is teaching Siggy how to drive and he's just walking really quickly. And it used to, it starts with him stepping over his plants and staying on the walkways. Yeah. And then by that scene, he's just walking <laughs> through his shrubs and he's just like, as quickly as, okay, all right, Bob. Okay, Bob. Everyone, kids in the house. Or when he goes, when he calls a family meeting, what does he say? Oh my God, I wrote it down. It was so funny. He's like, fa uh -huh. family conference or something. And they uh -huh. all are like, dad. And then he has a quick meeting with them and he goes, okay, family conference over. And it takes like a minute and a half. And you're like, I would love to just watch this man normally. I, I loved his pompousness, uh, like yeah. as like much of a dick he was, but like. I loved him like like practicing his lines in the mirror, like standing in front of the mantle, yeah. like is the gun or the bust of myself? I'm pretty sure it's a bust of himself, like better. Um, I just thought that was so funny. It's virility. I love it's virility. virility. That's what everything's Dad. about. Yeah. Let's talk about virility. Yeah. Let's dive into virility. Because yeah. Bob doesn't this, have a family. Is this a another show where I talk about my penis again? Because <laughs> that's come up every come podcast. Every so podcast. Yeah. We used to say two boobs a lot, but we haven't anymore. Two boobs. Well, he did, he did call Bob boob. Boob. Just one the funny boob. part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just one boob. Just one boob in one, this movie. Got one boob in this movie. Um, but yeah, I think this is, I think this movie does serve, it like fits in with that. Just like a good, not, not dumb family comedy. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. everyone, it's PG it makes total sense. PG, I like, right? PG? Maybe. I, I don't know. It's PG. It sounds right. But like, it makes total sense that like, 
your family was like big into this because I just feel like this is just a good family movie. Like everybody loves Bill Murray, and it's just like, it stands. It stands up. I will say it stands up well. Yeah. Like I think it's kind of timeless in that you know you're not watching it being like oh if we just could text them everything would be different. Mm. Now, Jeremy, your first time seeing this. Um, where does it stand up in regards to like other Bill movies? Like where do you where do you place this now? Uh, you know, I liked it. I thought it was, I thought it was funny. I thought it was very frustrating <laughs> at times, <laughs> especially the ending. I was like, what is happening? Like, why is this going on? Yeah. Um, so it's not, it's probably not like my favorite. It's That's definitely favorite. not my favorite yeah. <laughs> Bill Murray movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. But. Well, Bill Murray movie? Good. Like hmm? there are a lot of good Bill Murray movies. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot. So like that's still saying like I'm the poorest county in the wealthiest town. Again, we established that that was not <laughs> that the was case. That it's the <laughs> Again. All right. Okay. Um, Bree, did anything change for you um, rewatching it now? Like, is there stuff that you enjoy now that was different than what you enjoyed back then at all? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I th- I feel like I was like, oh yeah, this is really funny because everybody else thought it was funny, but really I would be like so mad. Like I actually think I like protested watching it a couple times because I was like, no, like I couldn't, my little brain couldn't handle like the frustration that Bob was about to like <laughs> enact in my body. So um, yeah, I mean, like watching it now is just more fun because. <laughs> Now I can just recite all the lines and like mm-hmm. my sister and I, I feel like every single time my sister and I get together, we're like, what about Bob? Does, Bob does <laughs> yeah, that I, son of a bitch. That's like the only thing that we say. <laughs> son of a bitch. Um, and Bob doesn't uh, frustrate you anymore? You just, no, I mean, just... Bob is terrible. Richard Dreyfus is terrible. I like yeah. that we've strictly called him Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> like Dr. Entire Leo time Marvin. Too. No, he's Dr. Dreyfus. Leo he's Dreyfus. Marvin. I prefer in my home you I prefer call Mr. Holland. Dr. Marvin. Mi- Mr. Holland's Dr. opus is actually <laughs> Richard Dreyfus's opus. <laughs> when he's just summoning it from the bus stop, Dr. Marvin, Dr. Leo Marvin. Yeah. Such an effective way to call someone. Yeah. Yeah. It worked. Yeah. All, his using his <laughs> name, using all his By using all his and shouting his name at, people, at any point in town. It worked. But yeah, yeah I work. just, I continue to really identify with Siggy. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, so, like, so did really? you love that, that, that scene where they were just talking about death? Oh my God. Yeah. yeah like that that's me every day. Yeah. <laughs> every day. Yeah. I'm like, we're, we're just going to die. We're gonna I'm die. going to die. You're going to die. He gets it. Charlie Corsimo gets Dude, it. Dude, I wear, I'm not wearing black, right? Well, I am wearing a little bit of black, <laughs> but like all black, man. Come on. He was adorable. Knows. He was actually really, really cute. Kid. Yeah. He was a cute kid. Yeah. Especially when he's talking Cuter about, and hook, Oh, though. when he's talking about like diving and he's like, I saw my life flash before my eyes. Well, good thing you're only 12. 12. <laughs> okay, that was a good I one. was six like yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> Just, <man. laughs> I love that smart child psychologist child. Yeah. He's so deep. Yeah. Love him. He's so love cute. Him. He's adorable. <laughs> I love him. Uh, All of him. I love that you cling to, to Siggy. <laughs> it's just, he gets it. Yeah. He's just like, we are going to die <laughs> yeah. every yeah, day. You just keep diving back to this movie whenever you're like in trouble. Like, just yeah. like, just talk to me, Charlie. Talk diving? to me, Siggy. Like, I need, I need to hear it. Right <laughs> She's diving back. Yeah. Oh, I get it because he teaches him how to dive. Good. <laughs> that was a good one. Matt's about to explode I, me. I am Dreyfusing right now. <laughs> I am through clenched teeth. No, that's fine. I'll even have fun. I have dead hands. Uh, I love him. <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, Jeremy, mm-hmm. does this, is this good? Your first time seeing it. You, you know, seem to have some mixed feelings on I it. have a lot of mixed feelings. I thought, I don't know, I love Bill Murray. 
I I was conflicted because I did not like him watching this entire movie, mm-hmm. and I was like really really frustrated. Mm-hmm. And I thought the first half it was like kind of sad for me. I was like, "Yo, Bill's going through all these issues. <laughs> What's going on? He's having trouble. Come on, Bill. This is a drama. This is a drama. There's a, there's a zany music. I'm so confused. Who is Brie? Why is she like this? Yeah. <laughs> this is a this is a stark <laughs> portrait of a man suffering yeah. mental illness. <laughs> Am I the crazy one laughing? realizing this? And then I was very frustrated. Because when he went to Lake Winnipesaukee, he just shed all of that. <laughs> he was just this charming guy. I was, I don't know. I, I thought it was very frustrating. Uh, I think so I have mixed emotions. I, I get where you're coming from. I'd, I'd seen this movie like probably like a year or two ago. Like that was like the most recent time I'd seen it before this week. And it frustrated me a lot. Yeah. But this time around, it didn't frustrate me as much. So maybe it just I needs think another it like a another uh, yeah. when you know because when you know how it ends and, and what you just take it is for what it is. I yeah. Think it's a rewatch. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, so I'll say it's like a, it's a solid movie, but I don't think I would watch it again. <laughs> You're not going to bother <laughs> with that. Really watch. That's a no. yeah. I don't need that in my life. Uh, <laughs> I, I get that. Like when there's other better Bill movie, Bill Murray movies right. out there. And Dreyfus yeah. movies, you know? That's true. The guy's talented. But he doesn't do a lot of comedies. I think, was this like the one comedy he did? He is funny in Jaws. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Are shorts yeah. longer or shorter in jaws? Oh, that's a real let's get, question. Let's get a side by side. <laughs> What's I've, ne- that? I've never seen jaws. Hey, um, can you just, can you just, uh, <laughs> you can just, just give that. us a, a minute and just just see your. I'm just, not gonna leave. That. I'm gonna out. be here forever. She's never seen She's Jaws. Never gone. This is the last edition. Guys, she had never seen Die Hard until I gave her the movies. Like, you, are you serious? I, and I but I also, I, I, I am it. also, uh, I am also berating her, and I'm pretty sure Bree's never seen Jaws or Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm never. <laughs> I've seen Jaws. Mm, yeah, I don't like that response. <laughs> like little, I said, no you memories. You should be able to confidently <laughs> zero <laughs> memories. Not of just what about no. Bob and Star it. Wars so. and floor dancing. Right. <laughs> I love Star Wars. And okay. Florida, Super weird. which we're still going to get yeah. back to. Yeah. We still need to know what Florida is. All right, so Jeremy, good or bad, definitively? Ooh, I'm going to say bad. Whoa! Bad. Whoa! I'm, I'm so upset. I am sorry, shocked. You're sorry, not guys. getting a ride you seemed, home from this. You seemed torn, but I thought you were definitely going to land on You know, wow. if I if I had to make the decision, yeah, man. I'm just, I'm not really messing with what about Bob. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But I love Murray. Now, do you think, now, do you think it's good or bad just because it's you or do you think it's, it, do you think it's bad because it doesn't hold up? I think it's, I think it's bad because of me, I'd say. You just, you just. I think, don't, do you think you yeah. would have liked I was, it? Like as you, a young you understand kid? like how this is good. Like you think you. I like, understand. Could enjoy like this. it's yeah. not like Chronicles of Narnia or Lord of the Rings. We're like, no, this <laughs> well, is no, this terrible. Is bad. <laughs> no, there are definitely aspects where like I laughed. Like out wrestling, loud I thought it was. I thought it was funny. Wrestling, like wrestling just wasn't my cup of tea. Okay. But I could yeah. understand that people liked it. Yeah. But I, I also, <laughs> I think if I were forced to watch this movie like two more times, I'd be like, eh, you know. But like, just I don't know. Forced. Having, the word was so forced. Like if somebody, like, like if somebody I don't know, tied you, tied you up, tied you up, and like some explosives around her right, with a right. shotgun. Were those lunch boxes um, or coolers? I couldn't. I tell. couldn't tell, and I don't know why he left the rope, but took them. Like he could have just left them. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know why he didn't. Leave but yeah, either. I mean, if I had to choose either good or bad, I would have to go with that for now. You know. Well, all right. Could grow on me. Yeah, that's a what Downingtown guy Bob? for you. That's, oh, <laughs> Coatesville, Downingtown. Coatesville. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Kids use it just fun. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I like that. 
like that. <laughs> um, all right, Stacey, I think you're coming down clearly. I in love the, it. The good. I love it. I love it even more now. Yeah. I've seen this like a dozen times, and it, like my last rewatch was my favorite. Yeah. I just, I love it. Yeah. That's beautiful. I think it's freaking funny. Um, yeah, I think I think uh, I'm going to come down as good. Well, uh, good as well. Yes. I think this movie, but we like holds it for up very different reasons. Yeah, because and, and I think it's I think it's important too because a lot of these um, kinds of movies do not hold up. A lot mm. of these like broad family comedies from the 80s and 90s just don't age well mm-hmm. at all. Um, this was a fine wine. I think I think I'd be. This I think was, I think a, some Robin Williams movies may not hold up as well anymore. Do we have AJ's just pulling oh, Dreyfus is in jeans and Jaws. Dreyfus is in jeans the whole time. Come on, yeah. I don't think he changes outfits that much. He looks Jaws. great. In he Jaws. does look really good. Yeah. He is a man. Who's, Young Dreyfus is attractive. Well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he has not aged well. I thought he was handsome. I saw a picture of him recently. Oh, he's really in, in, this, in what about Bob? He was. No wonder he has those shorts on. Look at those quads. Look at those. Oh Come yeah, he was. Did you see the calves too? <laughs> Ooh, Ooh the, well, those calves were hidden under those socks. <laughs> those socks. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally have never seen <laughs> those calves. It's hard to get a peek. Oh uh, yikes. No friggin' uh, you know way. What? He looks. He doesn't he look too see, bad. See, this is what this is what me and Siggy are talking about. We're all <laughs> We're going all to all die. <laughs> he looks distinguished. Um, he does. Yeah. Kind of. I think. Uh, uh, he's uh. he's getting old. He's getting old, guys. Um, but yeah, I think I think this movie's good, <laughs> and I think it holds up very well for being the type of movie uh, released at the type of released at the time um, that it was. So yeah, and then Brie. Have you rewatched Wait, so it? You're a yes. Yeah, I'm a Solid yes. It's yes. good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Brie, you, you still love it. Yeah. Oh, I would never betray. Really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys well, can borrow my slicker anytime. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and your yes. toothbrush. And I'm gonna hold you to that too. I'm gonna take your toothbrush too. Yeah. Good. All right. Um, okay. Uh, let's get into uh, plugs. Um, uh, Stacy. It bothers to... me that Jeremy already hasn't changed and been like, you know what? I'm going to say it. Yes. You know what? I'm thinking about it. All right, guys? I'm a flip-flopper. I'm a you John are, Kerry. You can't do it. Not this time. Classic Matic Tap, boy. Yeah? Back and forth. Uh, um, plugs. Uh, Kid Handsome, in and around Philly, improv team. Um, PG-13, Wednesday nights at the Philly Improv Theater. Study Hall, first Saturday of every month at the Philly Improv Theater. And uh, please like us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook for Kid Goggles. Just Kid Goggles Podcast or Twitter is Kid underscore Goggles. Yeah. We got some good followers lately. Yeah. And if you uh, rate and review us five stars on iTunes, um, when you put in the review, if you uh, make up facts about us, um, we will read them on the air if they're funny, as long as you leave us five stars. So because we (laughs) get facts wrong all the time, uh, feel free to make up any fact about myself, Stacy, or Jeremy in the comments. Um, but again, some, you have to leave truths. us five stars. Some some alternative alternative truths. truths. Yeah. Yeah. Alternative about facts. And uh, yeah, so do that and we'll read them on the air. And Jeremy, anything to plug? Uh, yeah, everything Stacy said. Ken Handsome, check us out. Uh, Hard Work Movement, my band. We're playing at Johnny Brenda's on May 19th. And Ooh, we're playing again? at Firefly Music Festival. Oh. So check us out. Yeah, yeah, very cool, very cool. And you said you're doing the Tiny Desk concerts now? Yeah, so we're working with NPR to, uh, they're doing like a regional tour of the Tiny Desk contests. And I think we're one of like four or five bands playing in Philly. I think that's May 2nd, Tuesday, May 2nd at World Cafe Live. So check it out. Uh, that's yeah. very cool. <laughs> um, yep, yeah, uh, basically check out PG-13 uh, at the Philly Improv Theater every Wednesday night. Um uh, Kid Handsome as well. Also, 
Um, yeah, that's it. I don't got much coming. <laughs> um, and then uh, Bree, well, we're going to put up your TED Talk um, so that people can get a good look at uh, what you do and what that's sure. like. Um, is there anything else going on? Do you have any like? Do you teach yoga on the side at all, or anything? Anything else you want to oh. put out there? If anybody wants to PayPal me money, my no, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, we got a training for people who want to work in the criminal justice system with yoga and trauma sensitivity coming up. You can always check out Transformation Yoga Project. Um, you can give them money because they actually that's actually like a better thing to do <laughs> than just PayPal you money. Yeah. 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 But you have Venmo also, too? you can PayPal me. I don't have Venmo. It's mm. like a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so lots of cool stuff going on. Um, basically, just all coming together and learning how to not be a big asshole. So yeah, yeah. So check out transformationyogaproject.org. So yeah. check that out um and uh get inspired <laughs> and uh yeah that'll do it for this episode thank you everybody for listening and uh we'll see you later thank you <laughs> thank you We're doing